0: Another Q service podcast. Uh, we uh, we had a service where we asked uh, several people in our community, five people in our community, to, to share an insight of their life, uh, share an experience, story, and then follow it up with a powerful question. And uh, we're broadcasting those and super excited about what Scott said.
1: So Scott has been a part of the... Corner Church Uptown community. He said for like two years, which seems like really long. <laughs> um, but uh, he, he represents an answered prayer in my life. Mm. And uh, I think it's pretty cool when you pray for something for a long time uh, and God provides in tangible ways through people. What did you pray for? <laughs> I hate saying it because yeah. I, I, always, I have mixed feelings about it.
0: You are old.
1: I, yeah, I pray. I have prayed over and over for an older couple <laughs> to take ownership of Uptown, to invest in people there. And uh, Scott and Valerie, um, Scott's wife, really have represented an answer to that prayer.
0: You have to understand, is that somebody is like, you are old.
1: I am old oh, enough in Uptown. And I'm
0: 31. Yeah. yeah. So to say that you're praying for older people... Yeah. is somebody that's over 24.
1: Yeah, exactly. Somebody that has, you know, experience. And life. And
0: really, it, it's that picture of it's some people with stability over time. Yep.
1: Yep, some people with, uh, yeah, life experience that they would be willing to share and mm, uh, not get scared away by the crazy millennials. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and beyond just like that's all like selfishly – my side of who Scott is, but Scott is so much more. Um, Scott has been a worship pastor, a pastor, um, in many different places at many different times. And, uh, he has completely taken over the worship, uh, experience in Uptown and, uh, is in process of growing that and is really interested in figuring out how he can share his passion for worship, even beyond just Uptown, but Corner Church as a whole. And, uh, he talks a lot about how worship is more than more than just what we do on Sunday, and so, uh, with that said, I'll let Scott uh, jump in and and share his bit. So Greg
2: just Greg just showed up and you know and said, hey, "I'm going to clip this to you." And I was like, "I guess I don't better not go too long, right?" <laughs> no. All right. Well, yeah. I'm uh, I'm talking about worship. And here's here's my thesis statement. Everything we do in life is worship. I've been a worship leader for a bunch of years and had a lot of time to think about it. And just for you lead pastors, if, you know, when your worship leaders ask for an office with a door with no window, that's because we want (laughs) to (laughs) think. We do our best thinking with our eyes closed. No. (laughs) But anyhow, um, as I thought about that, I came up with, you know, just kind of, you know, uh, organically came up with, you know, kind of a structure, um, and I call it, you know, the four Ws of worship. Um, I'll get to the content in just a bit, but the basis for that is is my favorite verse in the Bible for a long time has been Romans 12.1 You know, it says, I "Appeal to you therefore, brother, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship." This word worship shows up in the Bible about 250 times, so it's you know it's important that we know what it means. Um, It's got a very broad definition. Um, It's got seven uh, seven main words that are that you know that that mean worship. Uh, About six of them are in Hebrew and one of them are are in Greek. There are other ones which show up, but those are the seven main words. And the definition, uh, taking all seven of those words is this, to commend, praise, adore, in, to still, quiet, pacify, celebrate, laud, admire, exalt, rejoice, boast about, bless, salute, thank, kneel down, bow down, stoop, submit, revere, pay homage, make oneself low, serve, work for, labor for, come toward a kiss. (sighs) So, based on that, Um, this is, this is where I came, this is kind of where I fleshed out that, that four, the four W's of worship. The big W, the first big W is all of life. Everything we do in life is something that we, you know, we do these things. Um, for all kinds of stuff. So that's the first big W. And then little w worship is then what happens, you know, when we gather uh, together, you know, in church settings. So coming down to that level where we're gathered together, the big W worship there is everything that happens in the service. You know, uh, you know, we are participating, we are, you know, Paying attention to our lead pastors all the time, and uh, but all that all that stuff that happens in the service, whether or not we're participating, is big W worship. Um, the small W worship is kind of what you know. What we generally think of, you know, as the, you know, we're participating, we're singing or doing whatever, that's, that's what we generally think of as worship. But that's kind of the four levels I, I kind of, you know, that helped me think about that. And, and the reason that's important is that what we do in our gatherings should be an outgrowth of a life of worship. Okay, it's not just a reset, it's not just a refill one day a week and then then the rest of the week we don't have to worship, then we get refilled up again. It's an outgrowth of what we do in our life. So um, one of the best quotes I ever heard is, we go to church not to worship, but because we are worshipers. You know, fish swim, they don't, uh, fish aren't fish because they swim, they swim because they're fish. That's what they are. Worship isn't just singing. It's not just in our gatherings. It's not, you know, just, just this small compartmented part of our lives. Worship is all of life. Worship is not a choice, it's, it's our life. And, and all of our life is worship. The question isn't really whether we worship, but what we worship. What do we commend, praise, adore, glory, and to still, still, quiet, pacify, celebrate, laud, exalt, rejoice, boast about, bless, salute, thank, kneel down, bow down, stoop, submit, revere, pay homage, make oneself low, serve, work for, labor for, to our kids in our lives? Every single thing we do is an act of worship to God, money, power, love, people, sports, the Vikings. Um, no, <laughs> but that means that every thought, word, and deed. an act of worship. So, here's my question. As you reflect on your day-to-day, coming and going, ordinary, everyday life, what things sneak in and steal worship away from God? What promises do they lure us with? Why do we fall for them over and over again? And how do we go about realigning our worship with this new understanding? There you go.